It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely exciting, invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First of all, I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so grateful for each and every one of you. And you are in for some real treat today as I have with me a returning diva, Sandra Mendelson. And she is going to, we are both going to chat about animals, our energy souls, watch and connect. So Sandra, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Uh, Yes. Hello for everybody that's uh, heard these podcasts. Uh, with Joyce and me before. My name is Sandra Mendelson. I am a channel of animal consciousness as well as an animal communicator. And uh, through books and podcasts and Facebook posts, I've been sharing messages from the animal kingdom for the better part of the last decade um, for our benefit and uh, to help us ride through life a little more smoothly. Oh, I love it. And yes, I love your post. You you are definitely sharing what the animals are telling the universe and all of us out there. And it is absolutely beautiful. I highly recommend everybody connect to you on the Facebook and look at all the beautiful posts you put. It is just awesome. So, <laughs> well, as our subject is today, animals are energy souls. I'm going to share, I'm going to kind of open a little bit and share a little story that I have about one of my animals that I I just love it. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. this cow, cow that is very special. Her name is Dolly. I raised her as a bottle calf, and her and I have always connected, and I pet her all the time out in the herd. The rest of the cows kind of look at her like, what are you doing? And she's just, she's a loving cow. And she had a new little baby girl here within the last month's time. And I had told her, I said, Dolly, we need to think of a name for your little girl. You start thinking about one. And she was like, okay, I can do that. But right, the day I told her, she said, I'm busy eating. I'll do it another time. And I was like, okay, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) So the other day I was out there and I said, okay, Dolly, I've thought of some names. And I started listing some different names and she paid no attention and I said fawn and she looked back at her baby calf and I said you like the name fawn and she looked at her calf again and I'm going okay that's the name and we kind of walked off a little bit and I said your little baby calf fawn is so sweet and she looked back at it anytime I would say fawn she'd look at her calf and I'm going oh my goodness she just told me what name she liked and It just touched my heart that her and I can connect like that and her energy was coming across that I could see that that was the name that she liked. So that's a real experience that happened just here in the last month's time at at our place. (laughs) I love this because 
you know, this is something that everybody can do. You know, you don't need to be a channel. You don't need to be an animal communicator to really understand on a much deeper level how animals are communicating with us. I mean, Dolly's a great example. She was showing Joyce because Joyce paid attention. She understood what Joyce was asking her. She understood Mm -hmm. the English language, right? So they were already meeting Mm -hmm. us halfway. But Joyce met her the other half of the way by, A, paying close attention, and, B, believing, right? Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest issue with humans. We don't believe that we can really understand them. We We put ourselves on the outside instead of what Joyce just did, and boom, she got the answer. And now... Um, you know, this is, this is I, I think, our little December gift is, I always think that doing for ourselves is the most empowering thing uh, as a part of our awakening, as opposed to having someone else come and do for us. Sometimes we need that, right? But sometimes we really yes. can do amazing things on our own. Um, and I had a couple of experiences that did not require any words um, that my dog showed me. We were mm-hmm. sitting at a, on a patio at a restaurant several nights ago next to a table with a man and his two young children. And, my, and Mr. T went up and propped himself against the little boy's leg, like, you know, literally like a teddy bear, and, then, and kind of put his hind across the boy's feet and closed his eyes and would not move the entire meal. And then when I tried to get him to move, he was like, and talking and I, I, it literally went over my head and I made a comment and I said something like, oh yeah, you know, it's about energy. I don't know. You may think that's funny. And the husband said, no, we understand energy. My wife passed three years ago. And then it became really obvious what Mr. T was doing. Animals do this so often. They demonstrate the love of our loved ones that are right there at the table with us. And that's why he was doing this, you know, immense display of love in a way I'd never mm-hmm. seen because the wife was there with her energy, loving, loving her family so much. It was palpable, but I didn't know what oh. was going on until they added in the missing piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And something else that happened really amazingly, and I know that people with dogs have been in these kinds of situations to some degree, mm-hmm. Where we encountered a very large new dog on a leash, and he lunged after Mr. T, and his human restrained him, but really, like, went after him. Okay, let's just call him Bruno. Um, That's not his name. And then the next day, we ran into one of Mr. T's friends, a female dog that always greets him with love and affection, hands down. And this time she growled and became really agitated. And her human was like, I have no idea what was wrong. What's wrong? This thought flew through my head. I wonder if he has that other dog's energy from Bruno's energy in his field. At which point the human said, she get, my dog gets along with everybody. There's only one dog she doesn't get along with. And that is Bruno. And 10 minutes later, who walks by but Bruno and this poor female dog goes ballistic. So back to the theme of energy. And we don't know how long these things last. You know, where Joyce and I are always piecing together, right, this puzzle that I don't think any human will ever complete, which is really understanding all the elements of how animals 
are energy beings and how they communicate, you know, like the messaging they get through pee-pee on the grass. But the fact was this other dog was still in Mr. T's energy field or the attack. Maybe that was it. That's why this dog got upset because the attack Mm -hmm. was in my dog's Mm -hmm. field and she would not, I'm getting all, I'm getting cryy. And whenever I get a lump in my throat, I know I've hit the (laughs) truth. So here you go. It was, you know, yeah. this female, let's call her Daisy, could not tolerate the fact that her nemesis went after one of her friends. So, oh you know, these are really, really great things that we can observe if we slow down and really, really mm-hmm. watch our pet partners with fresh eyes. They're telling us yes. so much, but we're always busy running or overthinking and doubting. Mm-hmm. And that triad, mm-hmm. running, being too busy, too much in a rush, you know, overthinking or doubting. We usually do all three. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, isn't that so true? We're always so busy on our little to-do list and thinking, oh, that can't be. We doubt then when we do pick up on something and just kind of brush it off. And, oh, wow, that that both of those are just incredible. I just love that because dogs, to me, pick up so much of others' mm-hmm. energy. Because there's certain people that my dogs mm-hmm. want nothing to do with, absolutely nothing, and they're just—it's. I feel it's the energy they're giving off. My dogs have picked up on it. It's a negative energy. Yep. They don't want any part of it. They—they they just well, don't. This is—that's exactly right. They pick up on constricted energy. I mean, I discovered Mr. T will go and lie across the feet of two types of people. Or mm-hmm. whether they come into my home or he meets them out in a public space. One type of person mm-hmm. is the kind of, immediately when, when he'll lie on the person, his, the other people will say, oh, my goodness, the, every animal loves this person because their heart is really open. Mm-hmm. And the other kind of yeah. person, Mr. T, will just plan himself on is someone that's really struggling with pain or illness. He will just uh-huh. find them no matter how much they're trying to hide it, and he will not leave their side for the night. So another uh-huh. another thing that just happened with horses, a client's horse told me that once she gets to a certain school, when she's trying to bring the horse in from the field, she'll be mm-hmm. doing great. And then all of a sudden hits this tiny little grassy patch and goes ballistic, literally almost starts charging her human, right? Oh, wow. And so we, said, we, we were talking about two different things that were going on. Number one, dark energies, which, as we know, animals feel them and see them, you know, like little mm-hmm. Tasmanian devils or something. You know, they're scared. Uh-huh. You and I don't see what they see. And secondly, right. there was a group of geldings, um, that's male horses for anybody that, uh, that, that have been fixed, if you will, for anybody that's not a horse person. And what I got was that there's a problem with one of the geldings. And and the human has figured out that her horse is so sensitive to other horses and this this gelding has terrible separation anxiety and her own horse couldn't let it go. So, you know, it sometimes takes a village to figure out the finer points, but so much will be revealed by really, really watching. Uh-huh. You know, they so their whole world is energy, whether they get the energy, like Mr. T said, when they read P-mail, if you will, sometimes you get a message, sometimes you leave a message, everybody contributes to the story. So to you and me, it's smelly yellow liquid. 
but to them, it's an energetic conversation. It's literally like handwriting in the grass. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they don't read it, the words, they read the energy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, how true that is. They, they just pick up, they pick up on all those scents, and those scents mean something to them in their energy field. And they are just, they are such intelligent animals. It's just, it's unbelievable. They're, every one of them has such a vibrant, energetic, living soul inside of them. If we just watch and connect with that soul that's in them, it is, it is a beautiful experience. It, yeah. Um, I, how much time do we have? Are we out yet? <laughs> no, we got plenty. We're doing great. <laughs> Uh, super. I guess I do have one more story that also just happened a week ago. I went up to visit some friends' um, animal sanctuary about four uh-huh. hours away. And uh-huh. a donkey there came over and, and gave me wonderful, wonderful information and then finally ended with a private message for me that I really haven't oh. shared with anybody. He said, you will not always be hurt. You've been purging so much constricted energy through your feet and your physical form cannot handle it. But we will help you. You need to be around the animals. And he said, Mm -hmm. we will take, we pay it forward. We will take turns with our energy. Okay. And so I'm thinking, well, I love it, but he lives four hours away. And Uh my friends that have donkeys or horses or whatever, you know, how much time can I actually go to their farm and say, excuse me, I need to take my shoes off and let your animals (laughs) feel my feet. Not So I was kind of writing this whole thing off. But then I went to, I came home. Five, six, seven days passed, and I went to my friend Christine's farm, and I sat all the way on the far end of a very big paddock, and all mm-hmm. the donkeys made a chain and started walking over. And the head male, Sokek, came over to my feet and kind of went and nipped at Olivia, wouldn't let her near me. But Olivia then pushed him out of the way and said no my turn, my energy. She needs gentle. And she just barely grazed my feet, you know, with with her little mouth. I mean, it was so uh-huh. gentle because, you know, a lot of times they horses always try to nip out negative energy and you have to make sure you don't get bitten because they mm-hmm. don't know their own strength. But the right. gentleness and how they went one and then another one and I went, oh my goodness, we will take turns with our energy. So is it true because it, 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 I know it's true, but it's hard to explain the how, that mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. a, they tap into this universal conversation, this consciousness, this web, so that all donkeys have access to that information that Earl, the donkey up north, put out there, like, take wow. turns with your energy and heal her. Because he's never done that before. I've been to Christine's farm several times, many times. Sobbing. I'm like, how on earth could what this donkey four hours away tell me exactly take place? And that is because they are energy beings and they communicate in ways mm-hmm. through the web of life, through the thought stream. There is no separation in the animal world. There isn't an hours, but we haven't really gotten the duality thing yet. But here was my personal proof that the animal world communicates the way we're learning to, there is no separation, and you communicate through a stream of thought and energy. Blew my mm-hmm. mind. Oh, that is just beautiful. I just love that because it just, 
it just touches my heart because us as humans, if we would just allow that, how we could communicate and help others that are miles and miles away, just like what the donkeys did, because we all have an energy field. Everything is energy the way I feel. And, I mean, if we would just let ours be exposed like what the animals do, what an amazing world it could be. We have to believe. And, you know, there are wonderful Reiki masters that I know that do distance healing. I've even seen a phenomenal Mm -hmm. video of someone who, who I think it was actually her horse, let's just say accidentally bit her finger, and they Mm -hmm. had to sew the tip back on. And then necrosis started to set in it, it it turned i think it turned all it turned black or it, oh, and wow. you know at first it turned white so it was all pink and they sewed it up and then it turned white and then it turned black which is necrosis that's tissue death and uh-huh. i don't know if it was one person or i think it was several people that sent energy to this woman and the next pictures you see the the finger is on the video and healthy and healing and that was all done from a distance. She never met these people. So it is being done. We just have a really hard time making that leap and into the Mm -hmm. animal's world about the power of our thoughts and intention and energy. Exactly. Exactly. And your thoughts, thoughts about thoughts becoming the reality because the people were thinking of helping heal her and look what happened. Oh, that's just, that's incredible. That is beautiful. I love that. And another little thing going along with what you said about the donkeys, we had some friends come out and we went out with the horses and the lady was, she loves animals, but she's a little bit scared. And it was so interesting because our one horse, one of the horses, the biggest one, of course, and he likes, when you said that about taking out negative energy, and that's exactly what he was trying to do, was to just kind of nudge at her and he didn't nip we kind of watched him but it was pulling Mm -hmm. the negative energies and my mare would come and then she'd walk away and go roll and Mm kind of like go Mm -hmm. lay down like okay I got to reground myself and get this energy back because I got all that Mm -hmm. energy pulled away and she had to re-get herself back together and oh I just did that I'm so glad you mentioned that because they do it in different ways. I mean, that same day, mm-hmm. this horse was literally nip- I thought he was going to bite my head off because he's uh-huh. a bull in a china shop, you know. I won't mention his uh-huh. name, but he doesn't know uh-huh. his own energy. And I kept saying, don't bite me. You're going to hurt me. I know what you're trying mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And then finally he resigned himself to just he sidled up along the fence, and I knew he was working on my heart. He had to do something more gently because he's not really good at, clearing energy through the biting it away. But when you see yeah. them, and then when he was done, by the way, they close their eyes very often and they're, they're, they're like lower lip quivers and they leave their body mm-hmm. to raise their energy or they go in rolls. You know, there are different ways that they do this, but you nailed it. it and they'll come back and they'll come back. Yeah. And they may, mm-hmm. they may brush their muzzle over you. They may just yawn, lick, chew, bark. <laughs> um, yes. Stand next to you, or, or especially put their butt up against you, which means no, it's not for a butt scratch. They are working on your first chakra to ground you, because we humans have such an issue with that. So, oh, wow. again, if you watch, 
and you stop interpreting it the way you've been trained to. Oh, my my butt, my horse wants a butt scratch, or they're mm-hmm. they're mad at me. They're turning their back on me. More often, way more often than not, and it depends on what preceded it. Your horse is not angry or trying to turn his back to tune you out. They're actually working on your energy so, so much of the time, especially if they're, I mean, if they're not in a state where they're dealing with their own trauma to such Mm -hmm. an an extreme degree and trying to stay alive and heal. You know, they have to go through certain healing before they will do that kind of healing on you. Also a very good note for humans to remember, you know. Um, Right, right. Right. You got to put out your own fire, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. and animals Mm -hmm. know that. They will not be trying to heal you if they are in dire straits. They know they can't because they don't have the energy. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful because it reminds me so much of my one horse that was doing this because he is he is very powerful and yes, you do have to watch so he doesn't bite too hard sometimes when he's doing it and he does turn his butt to you. But it took him quite a while because he came from he had to work through his trauma first before he could start doing that and helping others. Oh, that just described him so well. I, I've seen it firsthand great. with him. I love it. But you, I know because you're paying attention, I'd venture to say other people that have horses, maybe if they hear this podcast, they will then go, oh, wait a minute. It's not what I thought. Let's really watch what my horse is doing or my dog. Uh-huh. Right, mm-hmm. and what happens mm-hmm. as you said, how my dog reacts to only certain people's the stuff in certain people's energy fields. Why do they have an issue with that? Why does my dog only go after that person on a bicycle and not the other ten people? It's all in the energy field, and it's yeah. hard as the as the the pet human, if you will, because we're responsible for what they do, but maybe mm-hmm. a little less aggravation inside us <laughs> the result if right. we know what they're doing. Right. If we just step back and watch them and connect, and they're telling you, rather than scold them for what they've done that you think isn't right, they're really trying to tell you something if you just look and take the moment to to see it. I mean, it is it is just so beautiful when you connect like that with them, and it's I love it. I, my little red healer, he has some hip issues, and sometimes when he wants me to come pick him up, he'll start yipping. He'll lay there and yip like, okay, mom, I need a lift. And I'm like, okay, I'm coming. I'm on my way. And he's good to go then. (laughs) It's just, it's his way of communicating. And I just love it. And a lot of times I'll ask him, you want to go for a ride on the four wheeler? And if he stays laying down, I'm like, no, this isn't what he wants to do. But (laughs) if he sits up, yeah, we have a little place for him to sit on the back and he can go for a ride then and to check cows or something. And that's how I know he tells me whether he wants to go or whether, no, this isn't the day I want to go with you. So it is, I, yeah, I it is it. incredible. <laughs> and well, hopefully they, people will, will take these tips, you know, into their own hearts. It's something they can do with all with their own pets. Um, yes. It's just a different orientation. It's changing what's yeah. behind our eyes. Um, and that's mm-hmm. what's actually been in front of them all along. No, yeah, it is It is just so beautiful. And I have another real quick one about my mare. I have her and a gilding together, and I have to put the gilding in a separate little pen because so he, he eats a lot slower. And so the other night it was dark, and I went out. I was going to go out and let him out. And 
there she was. She was waiting at the fence for me, and she just walked with me right to his pen like, okay, I'm here to escort you to let him out. And it was like, oh, this is just awesome. I had an escort to take me to his pen in the dark. It was it was beautiful. It was a wonderful feeling to know that she connected. She had her feet in front of her, her hay and stuff, but she decided she wanted to come wait for me and and take me over to his pen. And I'm like, oh, this is just beautiful. So they talk to you in so many ways. It is just beautiful. <laughs> they do. And, and, you know, maybe one just la- one last thought. Instead of going to the, oh, my horse is being nasty and, and mouthy, or, oh, my dog is being um, self-centered, you know, it's all about him. Right. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's always how they can give to us and, you know, how they can give to each other. My dog is really committed to, you know, helping other dogs, and that's why he will not miss a blade of grass. And and yeah. he will give a thorough body check to every dog he meets. It isn't, it isn't what we used to think. That's the whole point. They are, mm-hmm. so many of them, you know, are helpers. And again, yes. oh, one last thing to please always remember, every soul is at a different level. So your dog may be a healer and you may have a, another dog that's just like a beach bum, you know, that just likes to play and play. And as my dog would say, just accept them where they are and send them love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's beautiful because it's, they're just like humans. They each have their own energy field. They each have their own little personality. They're living souls just like us humans are. And they respond differently, they react differently, mm-hmm. and just relate to what they are. I mean, all three of my dogs are all totally different. And I love each one of them because they all bring something special into my life in so many different ways that it's it's just absolutely incredible. <laughs> beautifully put. <laughs> oh. Well, Sandra, I want to thank you so so much for being on my robust lifestyle show. We have shared some phenomenal information with our listeners today that uh, they can take to heart and start to look at their animals' reactions in a whole different way. And I I just love that because animals, like I always say, they're not just in my life, they are my life. So if I can offer one little tidbit for somebody to help their animal, that is that's what makes my day. I love it. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's beautiful. Well, uh, thank you for for having me here. Um, it's always a joy to knock knock these things around and um, you know just increase awareness. Everybody's yes. much more capable and much more intuitive than they give themselves credit for. And I think that's what we're really always doing is signaling our the listeners back to their own inner wisdom, and then they can understand their animals as well. Yes. Oh, I agree 100%. Very well said. I love that. (laughs) And I do want to ask if in the coming new year that you will come back and we can share some more information about animals and all the love and connections that we can have to them. And I would love to share more from you to our listeners in the coming new year. (laughs) It would be an honor. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so much. And I truly want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely incredible interview with an amazing, amazing diva, Sandra Mendelson. 
please, please share the show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. And take that moment to watch and connect heart to heart with your pet, your animal. You will be amazed at what, what a different relationship you can have with them and how happy they will be. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.